All right, back with another episode. Welcome to Gouda Therapy. I'm gonna cut that and replay it in the beginning <laughs> of every episode. <laughs> All right, so hell yeah. So we talked about a lot in our first episode, which is great. Yeah, we didn't expect that to be as long as it was. So no, we us. were planning on honestly doing like a quick twenty minutes. And it turned into an hour, but that's honestly going to happen with us because we can just... We shoot the shit all, all day the long. Yeah. And we just, like... I feel like we just bounce off of each other. Yeah. So... So this we, should be fun. Yeah. Okay. So Janelle and I thought that it would be a great idea. Actually, it was Janelle's idea, so I can't even take credit for it, so I'll give her full credits. To <laughs> play 21 Questions. Anybody and remember in your middle school days where you're trying yep, to know your crush? Like, want to play 21 questions? Yeah. What's your favorite color? And now, like, it's literally any man that says, like, want to play 21 questions? I would never answer that. No, I would never either. I would never. But Honestly, like, asking somebody questions is a great way to get to know somebody. You yeah. should be asking questions. But, like, don't. But don't be like, do you want to play? Because it's always, like, what's your favorite color? And then you're, like, blue. And then they're, like, what's your body count? Like... <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, nobody has asked me this in a very long time. No, me neither. But, like, even with my shit show with dating apps and all that, nobody has asked me to put, like, none of that. Completely off topic, but just because I said that, um, I'm just going to put out there into the universe that ladies and men, I don't care what you are, who you fuck, what you do, who you decide to love, and who you decide to have sexual activities with, but just to put it out there, body count means fucking nothing. Retweet. That's it. Say it again for That's the people it. in the back. We'll dive into it on another episode. But yes. body count does not define you. Okay. You Mind heard it. Drop. Period. And this whole episode's over. That's all they need to hear. Case in point. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, okay. So Janelle and I are going to play 21 questions. Um, Janelle has hers written out because she's productive. I'm completely... Because I'm an avid planner and I need to have structure. Um, usually I'm a very structured person, but I felt like winging this one. So I'm just gonna completely, like... I love that. Get shit out of my head. So if my questions don't make sense... Also, you might not ask 21, so I'm gonna keep a... a Are we doing 21 each? That's a lot of questions. Do you want to do, like, 10 10 and 10? You could could do the 11 since you came up with it. Okay, cool. (laughs) So we'll do that. We'll do... Okay. Okay. And also, don't ask me the questions that I'm asking you, unless you really want to know the answer to it, but like... Okay, I'll try don't to come up for me. Okay, I'll try to come up with my own. Also, how are we feeling? Are we like keeping this shit like PG? We going like dive into it with me. I'm good. Are we diving, diving? Some of these questions might be a deep dive. You okay. can like give me a pause if you're not feeling the question. Okay. You let me know. All right, cool. So the first one, the first one's easy though. Okay. We'll keep it light. What's <laughs> <laughs> your biggest pet peeve? Uh that's a good one. It is a good one. It is a good one. My biggest pet peeve is chewing. I knew you were going to say it's a stupid shit like that. Chewing with your mouth open. No. Like everybody's pet peeve. Nobody likes that. Nobody wants to see that. No. Like the noise. Like the slapping of people. Like, okay, my dad, he knows. So, like, Kemi, I'm sorry I'm coming at you right now. But he knows. He's not listening. He's not allowed. We blocked him. That's true. <laughs> anyway, um, if anyone knows my father, don't tell him I'm saying this. Um, but he knows it because I've said it so many times. Like, the way he eats at dinner, 
Like, I, I genuinely get, like... Yeah, I think you told me. You, like, left the room. Or made him leave the room. <laughs> yes. No, yeah. Like, I have legitimately been like, I can't eat with you. Yeah. Because of, like, this... And his mouth is completely closed. So it's not like he's, it's like... Just... And I feel like I almost rather you, like, chew like a cow. Then, like, <laughs> you need to own it if you're going to do yeah. it. Yeah. Like, I don't want to hear the slapping of your saliva. It's nasty. It's nasty. Figure it out. No one taught this man how to chew. <laughs> Jesus. Okay. Are we, do you want to go like back and forth? Yeah. Okay. Um. Fuck. I should have. I should have planned. <laughs> no, I'm bad. No, I'm bad. Do you want me to ask you another question? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Let okay. me think. Let's see. What else? Like, I, I'm gonna jump around on mine anyway because I didn't like organize them. Another easy one: breakfast, lunch, or dinner. All the way breakfast. Mm-hmm. Breakfast. All the way. Mm-hmm. You already know I'm a, such a whore for some like pancakes <laughs> and shit. Fuck yeah. Dude, the little diner that we went to. Oh my god, so cute. So cute. Yes, love a good diner vibe. Love it. Mm-hmm. I, I like that. I feel like Jerry might have to go to the bathroom, so we might need to take a little pause. But, we'll figure it out. Um, oh, he definitely has to go. Yeah, he definitely does. He's looking. <laughs> He's looking. Alright, so Jerry did, in fact, have to go to the bathroom, so we're back. <laughs> we're not a little pee break. Um, okay, so, I'll ask you one now. Okay. I'm going to start off, like, light. Okay. Before we dive into, like, the real shit. Sounds good to me. If you could have any superpower, what would it be? This is a really, really good one. Um, hmm. Probably teleportation, because I really want to travel the world, and I want to see and experience everything, and time is a big factor with that. Mm-hmm. Also, I'm not a big fan of being on a plane for extended amount of hours. Nope. So, if I could just, like, teleport to Thailand, or, like, fucking Japan, or Europe, or South America, or the Bahamas at any given moment, fuck yeah. Catch me on my lunch break with a drink in hand on the beach, and I'll be back in an hour. Yeah. So, to teleport. I think think that's a, like, I feel like most people are like, oh, so I can read minds. Boring. No, I don't want to hear what other people have no, to say. No, I don't even want to hear what my own fucking mind has Literally, to say. Literally, I think of a nut, like, yeah. that drives me nuts. Why would you want to know yeah, what no. everybody thinks at every given moment? No. I wouldn't. No. I don't care. If you can't say it, then I don't want to hear it. Yeah. <laughs> yep. <laughs> if you can't speak it, you, you keep that shit to yourself. Yep. Okay. Is it my turn? Yes. Okay. <laughs> this is a funny question. What's one thing that you would do if there were no men in the world? Honestly, straight up walk around naked. (laughs) Yeah. Straight up. Like, I do not like clothes. (laughs) I love that. Like, I think anyone that knows me knows that bras... Not it. No. Don't own them. Don't know what the fuck they even are. I don't know how to put those on. I don't, it's not in my vocabulary, I simply do not know what a, I don't know what a bra is. I don't subscribe to that. Nope. No way. I love it. So yeah, I would definitely walk around just butt ass naked. 24-7. 24-7. Spreading it. Fuck yeah. Tits out. For no boys. <laughs> For my damn self. Um, Fuck yeah. Okay. What did you want to be? It's so generic, but, like, what did you want to be when you were growing up? This is actually a really good one um, for me because it, like, ties into my story. I 
am the type of person who I'm always thinking ahead. Mm-hmm. So when I was in high school, I remember we did like that career test or whatever, and it showed you like a couple things that you want to be. And I always wanted to be in the mental health field as soon as I got into therapy because I felt like if I could get out of my rut, anybody could. Mm-hmm. And I really wanted to help people do that. So I went to school for psychology. Yes. And I went to Suffolk for two years. And I ended up only getting my associate's degree and completely changing the trajectory of my life. Mm-hmm. Which is a story for another time. But it actually worked out better than I could have ever imagined. So I initially wanted to be a psychologist. I am not currently a psychologist <laughs> anywhere of the likes. I am, I'm currently working in corporate America. Corporate um, America. Mm-hmm. And I love it. But, yeah, I initially wanted to be a psychologist and take that as far as it could possibly go. Still a huge advocate for mental health. Um, but I'm glad that that is not the path that worked out for me. Butterfly, butterfly. Why did I say that last time too? I don't know. Maybe you just have beef with butterflies, like me. Butterfly, <laughs> butterfly, butterfly. butterfly. <laughs> it's a butterfly. You sound like my niece. <laughs> Aww, it's the butterfly effect. Mm-hmm. Hell yeah! It's literally all I was trying to say, but my. <laughs> This is a fun one, so I feel like I need to get two out of this question. Does toilet paper go over or under? When you put toilet paper on the roll, over or under? Does the piece hang over? I know what you're saying. Under, you're looking at me like what, bitch? No, I'm thinking. I'm I'm literally like in my mind. I'm visualizing toilet paper. (laughs) How do you put it on? This is not a hard question. Over. Yes. Thank you. That was the right answer, and anybody who thinks otherwise is wrong. <laughs> I feel very passionate about this. <laughs> toilet paper. About your toilet paper. Yes, if you come to my apartment and you fucking put that shit under, you are excluded from the club. Don't yep. ever come back. Nope. Um, so this is my two-in-one question. Okay, go ahead. <laughs> I just needed to know that. That's fucking funny. <laughs> what is your toxic trait? Ah. Uh, fuck. <laughs> I feel like... I feel like my toxic trait, like, is, it sounds so stupid, but I feel like it is that I want to help everyone. Mm, And I I feel like it's, like, a toxic trait simply because, like, one, I have lost myself so many times trying to, like, help other people, and two, some people just simply don't want your fucking help and find it fucking annoying. Yeah. Like, some people don't want you to actually have, like, a solution, so to say, to their mm-hmm. issues. They just want you to listen. And I get that because and sometimes I'm like that too. Yeah. And I've been trying to like stop myself from being like words of wisdom <laughs> with Sam 24-7 yes. for fucking everyone. Um, that and probably the fact that I am very aggressive, aggressively vocal. <laughs> I was gonna say I don't you don't strike me as aggressive. I'm aggressively but aggressively vocal. vocal. Yes, I get that. And I feel like that can also be like a little toxic of me. I don't think so. I love that about you. I feel like I'm just the perfect fucking person. <laughs> Nobody's better than me. I don't have a toxic trait. <laughs> I have simply no toxicness. I toxic. See. Don't know her. <laughs> just kidding. I'm a fucking asshole. I see no flaws. <laughs> I see no flaws within myself. I love that so much. Um, that was a good one. Favorite book? Oof. 
So, for anybody who doesn't know, I love books mm-hmm. so much. Um, and I feel like this question is twofold for me because I have a favorite series, and then, like, I also, in the realm of self-help books, there's uh-huh. one. So, the the author that got me into reading was actually David Baldacki, and it was an Atlee Pine series, and she's a badass FBI agent, and I just, I love her character. She's such a strong, like, lead. Mm-hmm. And the way that this unfolded is I started with the second book, but the way that the series was written, you don't have to. (laughs) Dude, there was no way you saw it, right? Jerry just almost fell off the bed ass first. He wants to come hang out with us. He definitely, yeah, okay, I'll bring Bring him him down. down. I'll bring him down. Yeah. Sorry, I literally thought he was he was gonna take a leap of faith. Yes. He was going to okay. he needs to be with his people. Okay. I hear you, Jerry. We we validate these feelings. <laughs> yeah. We're having a therapy <laughs> session and Jerry wants to be involved. Yeah. So now yeah, feelings are validated. Um so I actually started by reading the second book in the series and I fell in love with it and then when I looked it up I realized that there was actually other books and that I read it out of order. So I was like, what the hell? So then I read the first one, obviously made the second one make a lot more sense. Even though it, it could have stood on its own, but it definitely made more sense. Then I read the third one. Then I had to wait a whole year for the fourth one to come out. And I actually just finished it last week. And it was so freaking good. Um, so that is my favorite series. Okay, Jerry. Not with my water bottle. Did I want it? What? His little teeth are fucking sharp. He might have. Go nuts. Go nuts, baby boy. Um, then, as for self-help, um, I think that Untamed might be my favorite. And it's hard to say because once I am far removed from a book, like I haven't read it in a year, it's like, I don't know. Um, but Untamed is definitely one that like holds near and dear to my heart. I feel like that one's a really good book. Yeah, that one was definitely one of my favorites. Yeah. So far. Such an easy read, too. Like, yeah. It keeps you engaged in the book. And- I think it's because the chapters are so short. And yeah. sometimes with, like, self-help books, like, The Power of Now, for instance, like, phenomenal book, but it's loaded. And it's also it's very... Heavy. Yeah, it's heavy. That's it's, the perfect word. Yes, it's so heavy. So, like, Untamed was, like, realistic. Yeah. And not too much for you to, like, process. Exactly. It's Whereas, more, like, relatable. Yes. The power of now, I felt like I was literally, like, tearing apart my soul. Yes. Like, I had to and, really deep dive into myself and yeah. figure it out after every chapter. Yes. Yeah. Exactly. Like, I needed, like, I still haven't even finished it yet because I needed just Same. a break. Yeah, I haven't finished it, and I, I started that book, like, a year ago. Yeah. It's a phenomenal book. Great read. Yeah. But loaded. Yeah. For sure. Were you popular in high school? Would you consider yourself popular in high school? Because I knew who you were in high school, but how would you consider yourself? I feel like my friends were popular. Does that make sense? It does make sense. Like, we had, like, a group of us, and it was, like, I don't even know how many girls. Let's just say ten. I could, like, count my fingers right now, but... There was, like, 10 to 12 of us, mm-hmm. and I feel like collectively we were popular. I think that makes I sense. I think there's people in the group that were, like, definitely more popular than everyone else, but, like, I was always still, like, involved. Also, for the record, we went to a massive school. Yeah, massive. massive. 
Yeah. But yeah, I feel like that makes sense. Right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think that's seven. I'm trying to keep count, but I'm losing as we're, like, talking. I think that's seven questions. If it's not 21, fuck it. This is a shit show anyway. (laughs) There was no structure. No. (laughs) We're literally recording this with my phone sitting on the floor. Exactly. I want that started from the bottom feel. I talked about this with Sam, but just so y'all know, no fancy equipment. Nope. None of that. Just two girls. Recording with their iPhone, sitting on the floor. Yep. Just talking it out. That's it. That's what you're getting here. And you know what? If we want some microphones someday, we'll fucking get them. But we don't want them right now. Nope. We don't need them. No nope. Content, baby. Content. <laughs> Raw content. <laughs> We're giving the people what the fuck they want. <laughs> um, your favorite person in the world and why? Mm, this is really good. And um, every time I've been asked that question, my brain always goes to my dad. Because... I knew you were going to say that. Mm-hmm. Our relationship has been so incredibly unique over the years. And he was somebody that, like, I really didn't have a close relationship with, like, in high school and stuff like that. And our relationship still is very unique, but it's so special to me because we are so close and so much alike. And we talk about such deep, intricate things. And he's just one person that I... His opinions, I'm just blown away by. I value all of the insights that he's ever brought to me in the conversation. He's just one person where it's like, if I need something, he will always be there and not keep score. Like, mm-hmm. he's not going to be like, I did this for her and she didn't do this for me. Like, and I appreciate that so much because he's the one person in my life that made me realize that love should be unconditional mm-hmm. and what unconditional love looks like. He displays that day in and day out for me. Like, there's no, nothing I can do where he wouldn't have my back, you know? And Mm -hmm. I just value him so much for that, being that person and being that steady, consistent, loving, caring, strong father figure. Mm -hmm. I'm so fortunate to have him. So, he's probably my favorite person. Daddy's girl. I love it. I'm here for all of it. Let's see. What's your most irrational fear? Okay. (laughs) You know what I'm going to say, don't you? I've told you this before. Okay, so do you know, like, when you go to the bathroom at night and, like, you're just, like, delusional and, like, everything's really, really dark? Uh Uh-huh. Okay, so you know what my house looks like, so let me just explain it to the pods. The podsters. (laughs) So... My bedroom is upstairs. The bathroom is downstairs. There's this hallway that the bathroom is in, and there's a bedroom, like, directly down the hallway. So if you're standing at one end of the hallway and you look straight ahead, you see the bedroom, essentially. Mm -hmm. So I don't know where this thought even, like, popped into my head, but I have an irrational fear that one night there's going to be a midget I've told you this before. <laughs> I forgot where this is going. I was like, I'm not registering it, and now it's all coming back. Okay, it's open. Okay. A midget sprinting at me with a knife. But not just like, I'm not talking like a midget, like as in like a midget midget. I'm talking like doll sized. So like not even a midget. Like, but like, is it a human being that you're seeing in this irrational fear, or is it a doll? It's almost like, is it just a really tiny human? It's a really, really tiny human that but looks like an adult. Human? <laughs> yes. yes. 
running at me with a, like this, like, this. <laughs> yeah, yeah, like, fast as shit, too. Like, yeah. so fast that, like, there's, n- there's, n- honestly, that's probably in a horror movie somewhere. I, I, I can validate it's that. It's an irrational fear of mine. <laughs> I don't, I, it's so irrational. It's a like, good one, though. Does it, <laughs> Lori, what does that mean? <laughs> can we unpack this in our next therapy session? The real one, not the pod. <laughs> <laughs> Jerry is like he's being sassy. Oh my god! Oh wait, he's not even sleeping. I'm no, dead. no, he, he wants just, attention. That's why yeah. he's making that noise. Yeah, um, he's being vocal. <laughs> Let him talk. He needs to have his ten minutes. You know. Kid. Yep. So now everyone knows about my fear of. We should name him. What should he be? Hmm. This needs to be thoughtful. Marty. Marty. Yeah. Marty the killer midget. <laughs> I'm done. Um. <laughs> what is your biggest fear? Don't say heights. <laughs> that is though. No, like. <clears throat> fuck, I already knew that. I'm a podcast already knew that. Scratch that. I need a better. I need a better question. It's okay. I'm trying to figure out how many questions we're at. I um, don't know. I feel like let's do like five more, six more. We'll make it even. Okay. Okay. I don't Great. think that's twenty-one. I think we need to do eight more. Okay, so we'll do eight more. Okay. So four each. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Just um, to break it down. <laughs> <laughs> um. Hmm. If you could do anything, like, you didn't have to worry about money, you didn't have to worry about, like, taking time off work or anything, what would it be? What's the intent behind this? Like, a life that I want to live or just, like, an, a thing that is like, on my bucket list? an experience that, like, if, it almost seems like you'll never be able to do it in this lifetime because you don't have the means to do so. Interesting. So I have a really unorthodox answer to this, I feel like, because my mind just doesn't allow me to believe that I can't do anything. Love that. So if I think that it's some, if it's something that I really want to do, I know that I'll do it and I'll make it happen by any means possible. Okay. Um, but one thing, I guess this coincides with what I said before about traveling. For some reason, Australia feels like a really like unobtainable place for me because you will not catch me on a plane for that long. I just have to get over that at some point in life because I really Mm want to go to Australia. But if I could spend like a month just exploring different parts of it, and I don't know why specifically Australia. I think it's because it's so far that I feel like I might not ever go just because who wants to spend an entire day and a half traveling. Mm -hmm. Um, But if I do end up going there, I would love to do like fly to California, spend a week in Cali, Mm-hmm. You know, just live life, do whatever. Maybe then go to Hawaii, spend another week, and then make it to Australia and spend, like, a decent amount of time there and just literally do whatever when you're on vacation. Chill, explore, eat, some adventures, excursions, Ooh. you know, see all the sights. Super fun. Yeah, so I guess that's it. Okay. It's kind of boring, but... <laughs> I feel like whenever you ask anyone that question, it's always travel. Yeah. Because but, like, traveling, I feel like, is so important. 100%. I think that it broadens your horizons. Opens you up to different people and things. and Fuck, yeah. 
all that stuff. So all the good stuff. Get out there and see the world. There's so much more than just this little bubble we're in. Yep. Let's see. What's next on the list? Why do you think we met? Dude. This is like such a... Me and you have had such like heart-to-hearts about this. Yes. I'm not going to get emotional on this shit, but... But a tear is coming. No, literally, like I might choke up for a second. (laughs) We... Dude, you came into my life at like the exact moment that I needed. And... I feel like I wouldn't be where I am if, like, we, I didn't have this friendship. So I think that you came into my life because I was in such a, such a transitional period of my life. And I feel like you accepted me for, like, I don't want to say broken, but, like, the... The person that I was, but like you also could, like you saw who I was going to be. Mm-hmm. And I feel like you came in that time period to be like a little like push. Mm. I don't know. I love that. I feel like that's exactly what it is, though. Like you came into my life because I needed. And I have friends, don't get me wrong, but, like, I needed a friend. Mm-hmm. And for me, I had, I'm still, I think I'm always going to be in a transitional period. I don't know if it'll ever end. <laughs> but, yeah, um, either. I would say, like, timeline-wise, I was at the tail end of a transitional period. And I was at a point where I didn't feel like I had very solid friendships. And I was craving deep like intimate connections with other human beings and I didn't want it romantically I wanted friendships Mm -hmm. that I can be able to turn to and be vulnerable in and be able to really like be myself within and feel accepted loved seen heard all the things and I didn't feel like it was possible I was at a point where I'm like I don't know if I'm gonna get what I'm looking for out of a friendship Mm -hmm. and especially with women like I've had really shitty friendships with women and I've had people that were completely like, it was one-sided. It was always me putting forth the effort. It was always me making sure that they're good and, and I never gotten that in return, always giving so much and never getting. Mm-hmm. So what this friendship did for me is one showed me that all those things existed, made me believe that I deserve that in a friendship and that I can advocate for myself and, and not have to put myself on the back burner. Like somebody should be reciprocating the things that, need to go into any relationship that you maintain Mm -hmm. and shouldn't just be expecting you to pour out or whatever the case may be I think we have such a good open line of communication within one another and we understand each other so well and I think that that's very unique to have especially as quickly as we had it Mm -hmm. so I've I'm forever grateful for you just opening up my mind and heart to have those friendships and have such loving friendships where I don't have to worry about who I show up as today. Like, if she's not feeling good, if she's not herself, or whatever the case may be, Mm -hmm. you're still going to be there. Mm -hmm. You know, you're still going to love me, and despite me being an organized mess, as I like to reference myself (laughs) to. It really is, though. Like, this friendship is such, like... Like, if your glass is, like, half full, like, I'll pour from mine for that day. 
Yeah. Do you get what I'm saying? Yeah. And, like, it's always... Reciprocal. Yeah. yeah. So it's not like I'm breaking my back and I'm, like, that one in the Spongebob movie when he's, like, shriveled up <laughs> trying to, like, squeeze myself to make you hydrated. Yeah. It's just such, like, and that's what friendships should be. That's yeah. what all your relationships should be. It doesn't yeah. matter if it's romantic, if it's work, school, if it's anything related, your all your friendships should be mutual. Yeah. And all of your friendships should have love. I'm sorry. I say this all the fucking time. I think I've said it to you. I know I've said it to majority of my friends. But until I love a man the way that I love my friends, I am not dating. Yeah. I can't say that because I'm not going to fall in love with him, like, right away. You're not going to settle for But that. I'm not, yeah. yes, I'm not settling until you love a significant other the way that you love your best friend. What's the point? Got to show up as your best and worst self and be accepted in both forms. Fuck yeah. And I hate, like, the, it needs to be 50-50. No, sometimes I'm at 10% and I need you to give your fucking 90 to help me Fuck to get yeah. back to where I need to be. Like, it just needs to be reciprocal. Yeah. There's no fucking percentages. There's, there's no, like, exactly, exactly. You're not keeping there's, score. Exactly. You're just giving and you're receiving and it's just a constant. That's yeah. life. You're never going to be on 100, 100% of the time. Fuck it's no. It's not going to happen. That sounds tiring. How exhausting. Yeah. And to keep somebody, have the pressure of somebody else on that. Oh no my way. God. That's why people fucking fail. Yeah. Relationships fail. Not people fail. <laughs> Jerry's not having this. He's... I felt like I should have asked that question last. That was a good one. I love that. That was like twofold. That was twofold? Mm-hmm. Your okay. Turn. My turn? Okay. Yeah. Um, but what even was that question? Uh, why do you think we might? Oh, yes. <laughs> Feeling like we just went off on a tangent. 100%, but that's fine. Um... We love that for us. You can go deep, I'm ready. Prepped and primed, baby. You don't have to say names, but like, is. Like, who's the one person that you feel Mm -hmm. like you should have? Or not even the one person, like, what's the one situation where you feel like. You should have done more. I will always feel like I could have done more with my high school best friend. And um, her and I were friends since we were like eight years old. We literally planned on like living together, having families together, like maid of honor at my wedding. Best, best friends. And we struggled with mental health together in high school. We had spoken had deep conversations we had a really intimate relationship you know like we were very open and honest and vulnerable with each other and then I feel like I woke up one day and it just wasn't like that and I I don't know how when and why I I really don't understand how things are the way that they are now to be quite honest with you she's married and she has a baby and I have no part of her life Um, We stopped being friends after high school for a little bit. I reached out to her. I actually wrote her a letter and left it in her mailbox and explaining everything that I missed her and that I wanted our friendship and I never expected us to not be friends. Nobody expected us to not be friends. Mm -hmm. Um, 
and there was no blowout. There's no animosity. There's no hate. There's none of that. It just, we just drifted and neither of us understood why. So we became friends again after that. We hung out, but nothing ever felt the same. It did not feel the same. I didn't feel comfortable talking about the same things. I didn't feel like safe in her space. And mm-hmm. I still felt it was very one-sided. I felt like that relationship was super one-sided. And I kind of had to say, I'm not willing to do this anymore. Mm-hmm. And that was one of the most difficult things for me to come to the realization of. And I, I will always feel like I should have done more. I wish I would have done more. Um, heard her out maybe, asked her questions to understand why it's like that, whatever. Mm-hmm. But it also got a point where I had to choose myself. And I couldn't have a friendship that was emotionally taxing in the way that it was, especially with the person that was my best, best friend. Mm -hmm. And I will forever love her. I think about her all the time. I wish her so much happiness and positive things in her life. And I hope her baby's doing so well. And I hope that her marriage is thriving. And I know Mm -hmm. she moved into a house and I'm so, so proud of her from the sidelines. I'm always cheering her on. But that's one thing that I always feel like I, I wish I do. I wish I did more, but I understand why I didn't at the same time. I like the way that you worded that. Mm. Like, you just basically described, like, everything that, like, as you were saying, in my mind was, like, the wheels were spinning. And I feel like it's such, like, like, it's okay to outgrow people. Yeah, it's and, hard. Like, it is hard, and people will, like... There are so many, like, friendships that I look back on in, like, my group from high school. Like, I love all of them to pieces. I think that they are all such amazing people. And, like, we had, obviously, it was high school. There was drama. You had this. You had that. Like, there was always something going on. There's Mm -hmm. a group of a lot of girls that, Mm -hmm. you know, it's females. Exactly. But, like, I look back and I am so thankful for all of those friendships individually. Some of them, like, I still talk to. Some of them, like... If I see them out, like, none of them is, like, hard feelings. There's no, like, like you said, no animosity, no yeah. nothing. I'm always cheering from the sidelines. But it's okay to not feel comfortable, like you said. Exactly. Like, you go around people, and I feel like people are in, like, certain phases of your life. And then they could be literally, like, your best friend in the entire fucking world. Literally feel like family. And then something happens. You drift for no reason. You come back together, and it's, like wow, like, we both just grew to be different people. Exactly. And, like, it's kind of nice that you gave yourself the grace of saying, like, you wish you did more, but you realize why you didn't. Mm -hmm. And I feel like that in itself is important because I feel like a lot of people try to, like, shape and mold themselves to fit into their friendships. Mm -hmm. But the truth is is that you're not going to grow with everyone always yeah and And you're not supposed to exactly I think the hardest thing for me was we grew together for so long Mm -hmm. like from being literal children to being in middle school to being in high school and you go through so much in those years and I specifically had gone through so much in high school and that's a story that we'll talk about later on but she was there through Moments that had changed my life, mm-hmm. right? First boyfriends, first kiss, mm-hmm. losing virginities, no. like yep. all the fun shit. My first loss, going to my first funeral, like mm-hmm. oh, crazy stuff. She was there for, 
dealing with depression and anxiety, going to therapy, all that stuff. Like, she was there for all of that. Mm -hmm. And to know that, like, I wasn't even at her wedding. Like, looking back on it now, it's like, how was I not there? How was I not there when your first baby was born? How was I not there when you bought your house? How am I not there now? Still hurts. Like, it'll always hurt. I don't think that pain will ever go away. Like, and again, I wish her well, but from a distance now. And at this point, there's nothing else I would do at this point to change things. And if she were to ever come to me and try to fix it, I would 110% be there for that and 100% Mm -hmm. be open to that. I don't believe in completely shutting people out of your life unless there's like a a very good reason. Mm -hmm. And to each person that looks different. Yeah. But I don't know. I just couldn't. I don't think that I would be respecting myself and my boundaries if I tried to put forth something for that friendship again so and I feel like that in itself is also important because like obviously boundaries in any relationship are so important but I also feel like it's so important to like not look at a lost friendship as always a loss yeah like because we cried so much that exactly I can remember and exactly for, like yeah you look back and like she was such a significant part of your life mm-hmm. and that in mm-hmm. itself is like you're lucky to have had that yeah like she because played some her pe- part yeah and, and some people never have like a friendship like you and I yeah and like that it's something to you know be thankful for exactly like the whole I'd rather have loved and lost and never love at all like I feel that way with her I'm so lucky that I had a friendship like that yeah and although it didn't pan out the way that I would have thought like this is life yeah you are you don't have to subject yourself to being stuck with the same group of people just because of time right yeah like I didn't and that's what some people do like some people get so like caught up in the fact that like well this person's been my friends forever but, like, just because you guys aren't as close as you used to be, like, we're all, you're like, you're growing into an adult. Also, you're friends and asshole, so leave them behind. Like, <laughs> not always, but, yeah. Sometimes. Sometimes, sometimes it's fine. Yeah, sometimes people just drift, man. Yeah, and it happens, and I think that it's hard for us to understand because we're so stuck in the mindset of, like, I have to just be there, I have to just, like, ride this out, I have to do this or that. Mm-hmm. But it's not always the case, and I think that it takes a lot of strength to take a step back and say this isn't working for me in my life anymore mm-hmm. but sometimes it's worth it and it is what it is life goes on yeah and it's okay it's okay to be dramatic about a breakup with your best friend oh because it feels like a it feels like an actual breakup if not worse yeah it felt like a whole step to my heart and soul yeah and it's still like i said it still hurts yeah it sucks I, my mom and i will ask my mom will ask about her um, and like, I'll see her mom sometimes because we, we used to live very close to one another. I believe mm-hmm. her parents still live in the house that she grew up in. And like her mom rides her bike by my house. Like I'll wave to her mom or whatever. My mom will see her in the store and talk to her mom. And yeah. I'm sure if I ever saw her, I wouldn't just bypass her. I'd be like, how are things going? But yeah, like I said, no hate, no animosity, no bad blood. Just not what it once was. All love. All love around here all the time. Always. Uh-huh. Just a little bit of shade, but all love. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> Um, what is the most embarrassing or obnoxious thing about you? <laughs> I think I, I know what you're going to say. feel like me and myself is obnoxious. <laughs> you're just a big personality. Don't confuse the two. Obnoxious. I was, By whose definition? My own. Okay. I will say All I right. do, I definitely do have a very, very big personality. Mm-hmm. I some, love that. Some people love it. Some people hate it. 
Some and people, different either way. Yep. Take it or leave it, baby. Yep, that's it. That's it. That's, <laughs> it. that's all we're doing out here. Um, I love it. I feel like one of the most embarrassing thing about me is definitely my 25 laughs, <laughs> which I'm sure the podcast will hear. Um, I have a very distinct laugh. Yeah, it's great. My friend one time told me that if she had to, like, close her eyes and pick from, like, a lineup, like, everybody laugh, she would be able to determine who I was. Sam. Number five. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's definitely the most embarrassing thing about me is my laugh. But me and myself, I'm just obnoxious. I talk very loud. I talk very fast. Mm-hmm. I curse a lot. I say shit that, like, most people would, like, are like, whoa. <laughs> I have no filter. No filter. None whatsoever. And I don't care who I'm speaking to. And sometimes, like, social hues, don't know them. <laughs> don't know them. See, this is the thing that I love about Sam the most is she's just her genuine, authentic self. And anybody that can be their genuine, authentic self, whatever that looks like, makes me feel like I could be that person. Fuck yeah. And not that I'm not that person, but it's just comfortable. Yeah. You know? Because like, it's just like, I okay. Feel like it's so, like, just un what word am I looking for Something unconditionally I guess themselves like own it whatever yeah. it is own it like I'm here like, for it it could be totally different than how I am but anybody who just owns who they are as a person I fuck with that yeah I I'm totally I here own for it. my big ass personality mm-hmm. and I wear it like a fucking badge of honor right in my chest yep. <laughs> <laughs> there she is I love it um, are we still recording? Okay. Yes. Um, ba, ba, ba. what was your favorite movie when you were like a little kid, like Disney movie? This is the worst question to ask me because I know, I know that somebody listening is going to be like, ah, because she doesn't watch movies. She doesn't. Okay. And now I have to explain this to our whole three listeners because I know that you don't watch movies too. That's why I said childhood. I was hoping. You didn't have a favorite movie when you were a little kid? Favorite TV show when you were a little kid? I feel like I'm lying if I speak to any of these things, and that's just not conducive with my personality. Um, (laughs) So the thing is, this is twofold. (laughs) I don't remember anything from my childhood. You can put that on trauma. I don't know what it is. I just don't remember anything. I feel like Um, we've actually had this conversation before. Yeah, so that's number one. I don't remember many things from my childhood. Um, And number two, not that my childhood... (laughs) like super shitty and traumatic because it wasn't my parents are wonderful um they're just like why did we do anything with you because you don't remember it um I'm they brought you to disneyland every single year and you just didn't remember I'm like when did we ever go they're like bitch your pictures were here like <laughs> it's you and snoopy literally uh, mickey mouse clubhouse um, fucking love it so that's number one number two is i don't watch movies and tv shows so i know you said childhood um but i'll i'll Put it with a memory. So when I was little, I used to go to my grandparents' house and rent VCR tapes. I love that. And they used to have all of the Disney movies, like The Little Mermaid and all that good stuff. Yeah. Um, and I vividly remember The Little Mermaid being my favorite, so that's why I went to that one. So I would rent them, I would watch them. I had a TV that had a DVD player and a VCR in it that was really technologically advanced at that time. Oh fuck yeah. You were like the coolest bitch. It was also like a ten ten inch tea like it was tiny and box and ridiculously large also i had a really small bedroom at the time and it took up like half of it um (laughs) (laughs) ridiculous 
But, you know, anything to watch The Little Fucking Mermaid, am I right? Yeah. So, that's, we'll, we'll call it The Little Mermaid. I don't know if I agree with that to this point in time. She's an icon, but would I say it's my favorite? No. Was it at the time? Clearly. So, that's what I remember. Okay. Respect it. <laughs> I respect it. <laughs> um... What was a moment in your life that shaped you as a person? Jerry. Jerry. Jerry, Jerry, Jerry. That's my favorite thing about his... <laughs> That's my favorite thing about his name is we could cheer him on at any point in the Dude, day and nobody would question it. No, because all I think is, honestly, people might think that we're just obsessed with Jerry Springer. Maybe. That's Have you fine. ever watched Jerry Springer? No. Oh, they do the whole Jerry, Well, that Jerry. I know. Yes. I know that, yeah. Yep. I'm um, partially cultured. Completely Jerry was a moment that changed my life for the better. Um, I would say the moment that like changed my life, and I feel like I wouldn't be who I am now without it, would probably be my most recent breakup. Mm. I think that. I think that lot. that shaped me and completely made me who I am, and I'm so thankful for it. Mm-hmm. Um could have done without <laughs> yeah. some of the some of the relationship but I think that the breakup completely like molded yeah me yeah and I look back on it and I like hate some of the things that had happened but I need to take that thought and like replace it mm-hmm. because it all made me who I am right now and I feel like this is the best version of myself that I've ever been yeah so yeah even though I wasn't there for the breakup I can see how much you've grown from it what Jerry boy <laughs> he's not having this right now he's no. like wrap this shit up what the yeah, hell he's like, bitch I'm fucking hungry <laughs> <laughs> Jerry want food mom <laughs> all right we'll make this our last question okay Shit, it has to be a good one. Pressure's on! Unless you want to go for one more round. Jerry, pause. <laughs> Can we pause him? Yeah. Sorry, Jerry. Just You're kidding. So Love you forever. Um. All right, all right, all right. Um. I know this already, but how many boyfriends have you had? How many boyfriends have I had? Hmm. You might not know the answer to this one. So, there was the middle school boyfriend, who I consider, like, my first real boyfriend. Stop it. Okay, go ahead. Then there was the one after him. Mm-hmm. Then there was the one after him. Yep. Then there was one after him, and then after him. So, five? Five? Five. All I right. think so. So, middle school, first high school boyfriend, um, whatever that was after that, another one, and then my last relationship. So, I think five. Yeah. I was, like, consistently in relationships for a really long time. Me too. And then this has been my longest time being single. It's Me as well. It's been the time of my life. I've been enjoying being it thoroughly. single is so important, and being comfortable being single is so hard. Yes. And, but it's so important, yes. and people, if you get anything out of this, and if you take anything that I say, seriously, please let it be this. Because I'm not serious very often, but these are the wise words with Sam for like a hot second. <laughs> I Take them while you can get them, bitches. <laughs> give yourself the grace of accepting that being alone does not always have to mean that you're lonely. Yes. Take from that what you will, but if you're alone, you don't have to be lonely. Yes. They're not the same thing. People often, and I know I did for a long time, I put those 
two words and I made them the same definition. Separate them in your mind. Being alone does not mean that you're lonely. Being Mm -hmm. lonely does not mean that you're alone. Be single if you want to be single. Be in a relationship if you want to be in a relationship. But if there's anything you do in your life, it's learn to be comfortable being alone. And being uncomfortable to get to where you need to be. Yes. And not alone in the sense of, like, alone alone, but I feel like people oftentimes put being alone, like, to relationships Mm -hmm. with a significant other. Like, this is honestly, I am so, I have so many of, uh, like, I have an abundance of relationships in my life right now. All, obviously, friendships. He's being so sassy. (laughs) Jerry, our our podcasters, our three friends, they probably want to hear you more than they want to hear me anyway. So, But, yes, if there's anything you take from this, just be uncomfortable for a little while. Sit in your feelings. Feel everything you need to feel. And just learn to be comfortable in your own skin. Be your own person. Mm-hmm. Nobody else is going to mold you into who you want to be. No. So do the damn thing yourself. Fuck yeah. And it's okay, like, believe me, I get into moods where, like, I will sit here and be like, being single so fucking cool. Like, I don't have to worry about shit, but, like, do I want a boyfriend? Fuck yeah. And then the next day you're like, shit, this kind of sucks. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. And, like, you'll go through those phases, but, like, I'm, I'm good being alone now. Yeah. Like, I'm yeah. cool with, like, going places by myself. I'm cool with, like, Janelle was my plus one to my sister's engagement party. Fuck like, yeah. I'm cool with that. Exactly. But it's okay to want a relationship. Mm-hmm. It's not okay to settle for less than you deserve because you don't want to be alone. Exactly. Or to feel like you are dependent on a relationship, like your personality or who you want to be or Yo, where you want to go like is dependent. I feel like for so long, my personality was like, the girl that's always in long-term relationships. Like, Literally that was the same. like my pride. Like, I was prideful on the fact that... I was, like, someone's girlfriend. Mm. Like, somebody chose me. Yeah, yeah. but that's but not it. But then you choose your damn self Fuck and you realize that you don't and... need anybody else to do that. Exactly. So, live your fucking life. Sleep with who you want to sleep with. Date who you want to date. Mm-hmm. Be alone if you want to be alone. Figure it out. And do the damn thing. And don't settle. Fuck no. Never settle. Not even for yourself. Mic drop. But right. I do have to ask you one more question. Very important. Ooh, fuck How it. many animals do you have? <laughs> okay. So, in my house, I have four animals. We have two cats and two dogs. Jerry, the newest addition, is my first personal dog. Everyone else, Sadie. My personal assistant. <laughs> Sadie is the family dog. She is a great little girl. Big well, she's, girl. she's a chunky little girl. I love but her. But she is a phenomenal dog. But yes, I have four animals. And Jerry is the only one that I own. That's why we talk about him so much. Yes, because... He's our child. He is literally our child, and he's a little... He's a little boy! And he needs to go eat dinner. Yes, he's hungry, so... Wow, I hope that you enjoyed getting to know us a little bit better. I also have no idea how many questions that that was, so... Yeah, if anyone asks us, it was 21. Yeah, don't count. Don't hold us to it. No. Don't at me. No. Ever. Don't don't come at me. <laughs> Just please, don't. Please I won't answer. <laughs> Do not deserve. <laughs> Thanks for tuning in again. If you made it this far, we love y'all. 
if you didn't make it this far, I'm, we're still on the fence with you. <laughs> we'll figure it out. Maybe next time. Maybe next time. Stay tuned for the next episode of Go to Therapy.